Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Japing here checking in. Respect my region and buddies brand. We are back again on the North American Weed Tour podcast. Today, we have special guest, Chef Mike Moya, coming out of Los Angeles, California, uh, representing the Dulce brand, known for their flavorful and delicious micro-dosed gummies. Big representing, man, Mexican-owned brand, brown-owned business, doing it big for all of the people in the world that are typically overlooked here in America. So I just want to do a big shout out to that. I'm half Mexican. I'm so honored to have you on here today as the CEO of your company. Mike, thank you so much, brother. Joey, it's uh, been a long time. Appreciate the time to give uh, the brand an opportunity to showcase not, not just myself, but you know, Dul said that we've been working so long to finally be in the Rex. Everything's going well platform. Absolutely. And it's, it's a huge honor and you, and you deserve a, a, a endless celebration for being able to, to make it over from the 215 from the other, from this, this previous version of legal cannabis and to now to be here where we are today, um, where I go to your events, I go to dispensaries and I randomly walk into you and here you are serving Aguas Frescas to hundreds, if not thousands of people. And they're so excited to discover your brand every time. So thank you. I just want to say thank you for that. Now, number one. Oh, no, please. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, I appreciate you always stopping by and check product and all the new things that we've got going on. And, you know, coming from the 215 side, doing these tables and really getting uh, to know the clientele, the people that are interested in Dulce really allowed me to bring that over the recreational side because again there's a lot of big companies that don't do the little things that we do and i think that's uh that's going to take us a long way 100 percent um so for the people that don't know who you are would you mind kind of briefly introducing you and, and, and yourself and, and what you do in the industry the company that you own uh yeah i'm uh chef mike moya i top cannabis chef winner from 2018 the last high time uh, in Southern California. Um, that really opened up the opportunity to not just showcase my, my cookie skills, but say. And we focused a little bit more on delivering those flavors for the culture, for my people, for my raza, for my Latinos. And here we are, uh, September 15th, which is a, a great uh, holiday as tomorrow, Mexican Independence Day which also makes our one year anniversary of being in the rec side. And, and I couldn't be more proud of my whole team and everyone that's followed us since day one and has given us uh, all their support uh, to get into shops and really push the brand little by little. It's, it's huge and the timing really couldn't be better. I, I honestly did, wasn't made aware until recently of the of the Hispanic Heritage Month and the fact that that was becoming more and more prominent in our own community. And that comes partly because I come from Seattle and we're kind of left out of a lot of that. So I really appreciate you taking the time to be on it with us today. And, and especially as we go into this next month of celebration, um, talk to me a little about, I know you guys have, you have a couple of the different flavors there. Would you mind kind of walking us through who what Dulce is all about? And then some of the different items that you have there kind of flavor by flavor. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dulce is a company made up of chefs. Uh, we're a very small, tight, family-oriented company. Uh, we focus on microdose. <laughs> He's getting all the text messages. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. A little technical difficulties. Whenever we have guests and they're doing it from their phones, typically the service, if they're getting blown up via text or calls, this can be a, this can somewhat be a little bit of an issue. Uh, just bear with us until he briefly comes back. I'll kind of fill it in for the moment. Um, Dulce, I know for a fact, they have all these different gummies, the microdose versions. Today, he's going to show us the watermelon chile. He's going to show us the horchata. He's going to show us the margarita. And then I believe there's a pina colada. So uh, definitely bear with us. He's going to be back in just a moment. In the meantime, I just popped open a new product. There we go. I'm gonna show them real quick this product that I just busted open while we get you back on the service. Look at this little guy. It's a it's a cordial. It's a little vial full of some kind of awkward yellow, murky liquid. But here goes. 
Is that edible? Oh, edible. It tastes like grapefruit juice. Huh. Tastes exactly like grapefruit juice. Doesn't say. Yeah, I don't know about this. Distilled water, some coconut oil, Delta 9. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. I would prefer we really just focus on Dulce at this point. You know what I'm saying? This was. <laughs> Let's go. Not every I'm review so is good. That. Not every review is good. Dulce, we focused on, on one main thing was to uh, get uh, well, two main things. To get the comfortable with eating cannabis, the education part of it, and being transparent on what we're putting into the product. So let's start off with that. We mm -hmm. use a hydro-organic coconut extraction that's solventless and full-spectrum. We source the best flour in the air, indoor. We turn it into coconut oil and then that becomes our mission uh we do it through a proprietary way uh special to us and that allows us to really know understand what extraction we're using in our edibles and always have the control of not having to think of where the initial uh, ingredient is so important to us after we make this oil and we send it to the lab we get results and we begin to formulate. We created a product, our first product. I see the resemblance. Uh, it's a, a chili watermelon gummy, watermelon flavored gummy with a coating that we make ourselves of a chili powder, specifically exported from, from uh, Mexico called the uh, chile sandia which means uh watermelon chili it gives it a very unique taste uh, and spice not too heavy on the spice this is our top seller it, it brings a lot of memories to latinos um growing up with uh, a popsicle la paleta de sandia or you know just your typical uh, fruit stand and and tie it out to it uh just then we have a one of our one of our top sellers is horchata. If you're not, not familiar with horchata, a traditional Mexican drink made up of rice, uh, milk, cinnamon, and sugar. And I was able to translate that flavor in form. This little gummy uh is very special because it doesn't have any citric notes so it's super different sweet and creamy all the way and then the cinnamon coating on there that really ties in uh the orchata flavor oh my um, god it's so delicious third one is our piña colada uh pineapple coconut and one special to us because it has sweet coconut shavings to each gummy so it, it has some texture added to it and it gives you a really good uh, uh, piña colada effect and then the uh, one this is our margarita uh, lemon lime tequila essence and what's special about this this one is it has a sweet sour and salty coating to it which gives it a completely different experience when it comes to eating gummies because you're not expecting that salt profile to come out and it just, it, it really is a, a great uh, experience with the margarita. I'll show you guys right there. Love it. Obviously we're giving this 50 units, 50 pieces, two milligrams each. It's the lowest dose in the country comes to a gummy. Uh, and we're very proud of that to be able to let people learn their dose control their effects and and know when to take the product and, and be comfortable doing it. And that's our mission. Absolutely. People on, on the consumption of cannabis. It's really the lowest dose edible in the country, two milligrams? Uh, in a gummy, yeah. At a hundred. Yeah, I think I've only I think I've only seen two point fives. I think they did I think two two is yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that being uniqueness, and that's how, and that's people. That's how you really stand out. Is you find a way to be different. Is it that much weed to someone like us? 
Probably not. But the majority of customers aren't like you and I, unfortunately. They're actually, well, not unfortunately. For their sake, it's actually better for their wallet that way. Now, if for, the, for a lot of these guys, two milligrams is going to give them a nice little minor high, little buzz, maybe take care of some chronic pain. So big shout out to you guys for creating a product that really shines through both creatively with the branding and the packaging, the flavor profiles and everything. I have a lot of respect for, for what you guys have created. All right, what we're gonna do in the meantime, back to the weed. So this is, we're talking to, we're talking to, to Chef Mike Moya from Dulce, just walked us through four of the different flavors, pina colada, margarita, the the watermelon chile and then they've also got uh uh one of my favorites what was it margarita pina colada watermelon chile there's a fourth one i'm blanking on it i'm blanking on it. either way orchata the orchata that's right mike there we go brought you back on this is the cool part about the podcast i'm not going anywhere but as long as you can come back it's okay we're getting i'm rolling up another joint you guys so right now i'm smoking on the cam Mike, what you're going to have to do is probably just close it and re-click the link to rejoin again. It's probably going to be the smoothest way. Uh, I'll go ahead and give them a little bit of info about this strain that I'm smoking. Right now, I'm on the Hurricane OG from Medcare Farms, this, this exact one. And this next joint is going to be more of the, more of the shark body. So once Mike, once we get Mike here situated, he's going to give this another shot. We will get right back to this interview. Thank you guys for bearing with us. I'm not really sure why we're having so many technical difficulties in the last few episodes, but bear with us because it will get better over time. We will, we will figure this out, but not today. It will have, we will have to improve over time. So for right now, you guys go follow the North American weed tuber podcast. Please like follow, subscribe to respect my region on youtube is where all this content is going it's also streaming live on twitch it's also streaming on periscope over on twitter and um you know for anybody that's on facebook right here watching right now thank you guys for hanging out with us over the years man it's been a journey today we are interviewing chef mike moya from dulce it's a um mexican-owned business brown-owned business uh as he said you know it's for the people it's for the it's for the latin people out here uh, and to, to create a product that can really embrace the culture. So let me go ahead and bring him back on. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This uh, the service out here is ridiculous. It's all good, brother. It's all good. It's all good. I appreciate you bearing with us. And for all the real riders out there, we're good. So now now we can see it. Hold, hold it up, up one by one again. Beautiful. So that's the horchata, 50 gummies, two milligrams a pop. Can you read the ingredients? I'm sure they're all made with similar ingredients, but what are the gummies yeah. made out of? Um, you know, we, again, another, another part of us, we wanted to keep it very simple and with ingredients that people understood and know what's going inside them. So uh, obviously our coconut oil, which is a big part of the, of the, of the recipe, uh, granulated sugar, light corn syrup, we do use kosher gelatin and not your regular uh, gelatin that's out in the market, which is mostly made of, of pork. Ours is beef-based, and we import it from Mexico as well for, for a higher-quality gummy. Uh, citric acid, natural colors and flavorings, that's pretty much it. You know, we don't, we don't really have any preservatives or anything that's gonna, that you don't understand or you can't pronounce. Yeah, those a lot of those chemicals for the shelf life stuff. Yes, it helps for shelf life, but it also takes away from the food aspect or the health aspect. So, from a consumer who has IBS and kidney stones, thank you because not all those things are good for people like me. And if I want to eat fifty gummies for fifty days, then I've got to get some better quality stuff than than uh, than just the usual, right? So I appreciate that. Now for you said, you said earlier with the watermelon chile that you guys actually imported a certain kind of spice. Was yeah. that, was that from a certain region? You said it was not too spicy, not this. I've, I've had a bunch of different kinds of spices. I'm not a real big fan of tahini for that, for that reason. Yeah. So when you went through that tasting process and you started experimenting as a chef who works with foods, how did you land on the one you landed on? I mean, it, it's funny because tahini was the first powder that we used to coat the gummies. But, uh, you know, with candy, it's a lot of science and a lot of things can can really ruin your edibles. And when you're trying to mass produce, 
those errors can really cost you a lot. So uh, we've been in this, we've been making gummies for about five years now. So it's, we've, we've, been, we've made the recipe better and better as we learned more and more what it took to, to get to the best gummy per se. But the chili powder in tahini, the reason why people, the reason why a lot of people can't do what we do with the chili coated gummy is because they use tahini and that is a no-go because of how it's made tahini itself. So we went a different route and I tried to recreate a tahini flavor powder that could help us in our gummy. And that's why I reached out and I tasted probably six to 12 different chili powders uh, from my good friend Chile Arrieta in El Paso, Texas. They okay. Import, they import a lot of um, a lot of different produce, and I was able to, you know, use my connection from my hometown of El Paso, Texas, to really bring all that culture to California. That uh, the the Latinos, the Mexicans, Latinos in in El Paso are completely different than the ones in California. So I wanted to really. Uh, bridge that gap and make them like, you know, we're all the same, but it is a little bit of different culture and flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the chile is called chile sandia and it's, it's chile called chile sandia. sandia, which is watermelon because of the shape. It's like a beautiful watermelon shape like this. And it's also uh, the brightest chili powder um, that that can be like once you once you rehydrate it and you make it into a sauce. The color it brings out and the flavor, it really tastes a, a little bit like watermelon. It's it's insane. So that's why I knew I had that I had that opportunity to to bring something that nobody that nobody's using because it's so so exclusive to to their importation. That's awesome. Can you hold up that bag again? It's such a beautiful bag. I absolutely love this one. Like you said, it was the first one you guys dropped. There you go. A little right there. Perfect, perfect, perfect. 50 gummies, everybody. Two milligrams of gummy. Chili, watermelon, artisanal gummies. These gummies are made with beef, gelatin, imported from Mexico. Again, this is Mexican cured. This is Latino curated brand. It's all about doing it in the most authentic ways. This is why when you and I first met, I was like, damn, man, like this, like, creating a brand like this and giving this to my grandma this is this is some shit i'm talking about you know giving it to the family members sharing it at a birthday party sharing it at a quinceanera any of those kinds yeah. of things this is perfect for that with these people because it's microdose it's smaller it's not going to get you too high freaking out and you can still eat yeah. half of it i actually eat half of it and come back to it just because i like the gummy yeah i mean you 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 only get a, you don't get that many around where you're from so obviously you got to let those last a little longer, but, um, you know, it's been, it's been a great opportunity to see or hear our consumers talk about how they give it to their elderly family members or to their moms or to someone who's never really tried cannabis, but wants to try. I, I really advise you guys to try Dulce. There's a flavor for everyone. And we really want to invite them, our consumers to, to feel comfortable and being in that state of mind, right? Because two gummies might be a little bit too much. Five, maybe like myself, I'm a habitual smoker, so I need about half a bag. But even be real. I mean, who smokes more butt than be real, right? Probably Snoop and Wiz. He ate a whole bag right before his show. And he told me that was the best, that was the worst mistake I could have made because they smacked, you know? Yeah. That, that coconut oil that we, put a lot of love and uh, hard work to create, um, you know, it's, it, it's really what, what differentiates us from most edibles, if not all edibles in the market right now, because there's not a lot of people going this route. There's not a lot of people sourcing the flour that they're going to extract, make it into their own extraction and, and then doing all the diligence work behind it. Everyone's a lot of people are sourcing, you know, other distillates, oils, waxes, and that's fine. We just want to be different. We want to be transparent and we want everyone to enjoy edibles and not just be hiding behind one bar of like, oh, when am I going to eat this? When's the perfect time? Nope. Dulce is the perfect time at all times because you get to learn that dose and control it at all times. And, you know, there's, there's nothing better than to have that opportunity to control that effect. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more myself. I hit a joint, 
Yeah. Done. And I like being able to have that kind of control. One dab, one bong. Like for some things, like some beverages, you can't, you couldn't reclose them. I have to drink the whole thing. It's so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> and so with that one, the bag is resealable, everybody. It's yep. childproof, everybody. Yep. It's 100% compliant. Yep. You can learn more about the product. They have a website, they got social media. You guys can tap in, they do events. Now, I want to ask a little question about, yeah, show, can we show them what the physicing, can we show them what the gummies look like? Oh, yeah, for sure. There we go. Let's, let's dive into the good ooey gooey juiciness. Everybody, you all need to see these gummies. Look at them. That's the watermelon chili right there. Can you grab one of them? Hit him with a squish. Hit me with a squish right there. Yeah, let's yeah. See what, let's see what that squishiness. Look at that texture. Ooh. Ooh, look at that. When you yeah, they're, they're soft, but they have a nice chew to it. They're not too tough. You know, we've worked a long time to 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 really, you know, master this recipe. At least all, all of our gummies. And we do have other products coming out. We are collaborating with big brands. We are a white labeling for other brands. We're just trying to do as much as we can for this industry to have the top quality products that everyone deserves to have, uh, with the transparency of how they're being made, and you know don't have any doubts of, of what you're consuming, which is the, the biggest issue in the cannabis industry in the edibles is that, you know, what are we consuming? 100%. See, there, what people don't realize about edibles is that it's food. It's still, it's, yes, it's a weed, it's a weed product. And yes, it's technically not a food product in the government's eyes, but humans buy food based on familiarity. By, by things that they're familiar with or that they relate to, that they've had, they connect, it, that's comfortable to them. People explore new foods for sure. Yep. People do try new foods, but that is not the majority of people who buy edibles all the time. The repeat buyer, the buyer, the person who buys Dulce over and over again, they experiment, then they relate, and then they're hooked. Right. Like I'm hooked because those are the best pina colada gummies in the market they're also the only orchata market gummies in the market that are fire there are other orchata flavors but they're bad <laughs> but they're bad and that and that matters because food first you're a right. chef can you talk to me a little about your experience as a chef and how you got into foods and things like that chef life let's go man yeah. you know um I went to, I was uh, blessed to have the opportunity to play college football, get a scholarship to play division two football in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, Marshall, Minnesota, um, a little far from Texas, but you know, the opportunities knock and you open the door and you go all in and you hope you hope for the best, you know, um, I was able to, to finish college uh, at the same time, get a culinary degree. Um, a minor in Spanish and a hotel restaurant management, uh, culinary emphasis, bachelor's degree. Uh, that really, you know, um, solidified my chef entrepreneurship. I went back home. I became executive chef at about 22. Uh, did that for a couple years. And then, uh, you know, with the blessing of my mother and my grandma and my family, I, I, I explained to them that I was moving to, to California to become a a cannabis chef. Um, I gave them some of my edibles and the reaction I had from them and seeing what the edible and the cannabis did to them just just really changed my perspective on, on the whole picture of what I wanted to do with my life. And I went to California. Here we are six years later. Um, High Times Top Cannabis Chef winner and owner of the first Mexican-owned gummy brand in California. And here we are talking with you, doing these awesome interviews to just get the word out, get the get the brand recognition out, and you know to know, relate with with the brand, the owner, and just you know giving you straight facts from from the person that's uh, hands on in every aspect of this brand. Absolutely. Now, throughout throughout most of the podcast, we unfortunately don't usually take questions from the public because we just get high and forget to include them. But if anybody watching this, I do have the chat running: YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Um, all of you guys, you know, we do have the questions open. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to drop in, leave some comments. 
Uh, we will get to them at the end of the episode. Again, everybody, this is uh, this is Chef Mike Moya, man, from Dulce. This is episode 24 of the North American Weed Tour podcast. Man, look at the beautiful pack. I love it. So there's the sugar, the sugar skulls, right? Yep. Yep. There's just... And then you put the diamonds in there, right? So you got your own custom custom logo there. That's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, custom logo, and we're about it. It's, it's damn tatted about it, about it. Yeah, it's it's real. We man. So what's up, man? When, if a fan gets a if a fan gets a tat, what do we get? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because you're not allowed to get the dulce tat unless it's on your neck. Like my brother has it as well. Uh, it's kind of like our thing. But I mean, yep. definitely, I'll, I'll hook. I'll definitely lace you up if anyone gets anything to say. You know. Damn, man. I'm a, Hey, I already talked to you about the potential Washington launch, so I might have to do that one. Hey. So I might have to do that if I ever get to get blessed. Let's go. So we have we have two questions. We have two questions. I'll I'll answer the first one because there's well, there's technically three. The first question is where can I find you in Central Cali? So you guys are you guys are in more than ten stores in California. Can you can you elaborate on some in Central California, perhaps? Um, I, I guess the only one that would be in the area is Sacramento. We have a Zen gardens wellness. Okay. Um, they're probably the closest right now. Again, we're a small team trying to get to everywhere in California. Um, we are just our first year. We are in 15 stores now in Southern California and, and growing weekly. So if there is <laughs> the best way to get us where you are is literally go to your shop, let them know. Show them your phone. Hey, these gummies are fire. They're Mexican, and there's nothing like this here. And they can reach out, and we will get their product. You know, it's different. It's really that simple. With the help of your community and and everyone that gets a chance to to see this, it would mean a, a blessing to just start getting calls and texts from these stores because uh, we we definitely we definitely need the help. We could we could help. We could use it. You can find absolutely. Dulce, D-U-L-Z-E underscore I-N-C. That's our Instagram, Dulce underscore Inc. You have yep. to spell the whole thing because we're shadow banned. And then we also have our website, www.dulceinc.com. That's D-U-L-Z-E-I-N-C.com. Uh, and that's how you can reach out, find us. I'm the one answering the text messages and all that good stuff. Directly to the big boss man himself, everybody. And then to also answer the question, there are how many flavors and is it made with dissolute? No, it's not made with dissolute. It's made with a full spectrum extract that's that's from flour, indoor grown, and it's not used with a solvent, although they do use coconut oil. So it's that's that's the extraction. That's the second thing would be the, the not the usual solvents. Correct. And then how many flavors? It is just the four flavors, correct? Or are there more? Uh, we have just four to start. These are flagship. Uh, piña colada, margarita, yep, horchata. There we go. And my favorite, chili watermelon. I gotta say, everybody, I, I'm usually not a fan of the chili watermelon. For some reason, it just hits me in the back of the throat every time. And the candy, I just want to eat it and inhale it as fast as I can. <laughs> but those ones are really good because of the chewy texture. And I want to suck on them longer. I actually enjoy the taste of them. I have my own gummies, our own CBD gummies. I like yours more. It's just the reality of it. And so um, for you, when you were curating the different flavors, obviously horchata, you got pina colada, margarita. How, how did you go about picking those ingredients for that one? Were those all imported as well from Mexico? How did that all happen? Um, yeah, actually, the, um, the some of the flavorings for the horchata and the margarita are also imported from Mexico from, from a specific... A uh, candy maker that I became friends with, and you know they they've allowed me to to perfect this flavor that really screams horchata, you know, like uh, and and for other Latinos it's called uh, something else. The the rice is simply sweet rice water, um, and uh, it's doing really well. I, I'm I'm uh it, it's it took a little while to really understand what flavors we wanted to do, but I think. Uh, like I said before, each there's a specific flavor for everyone to really um, understand and, and give us a chance. You know, that's all we ask. Give us a chance. Learn your number. Learn why we're a bit different and support. You know, we, we're here for for a long time and we plan on developing some new flavors. Uh, we do plan on doing a vegan line soon. 
Uh, and we also have some vegan cookies that are award-winning in Mexico that we're going to be hopefully busting out the beginning of next year. Let's go, man. So everybody, y'all were waiting. You got, I know everybody was bummed when he said, oh, gelatin. And then you guys were like, oh, but he imports it from Mexico. Okay, that's better. It's authentic. And then he said, oh, it's beef. And I know you guys were still like, meh. Okay, like I'm. These are still fire. I'm gonna try it, but just wait till he gets the vegan ones. Right. Just wait. Just wait, because when you guys try those ones, you're gonna undeniably go back and try all of the right. others. I guarantee it. <laughs> I would yeah. bet my life on it because yeah. there's just no doubt about it. You guys get introduced to him via this way. Man, you're a dope person, bro. You got great energy out there at all the events. On the hottest of the hottest days, you're still out there smiling, grinding, killing it, serving up the beverages, handing out the sample gummies. It's very, it's very, it, it's inspiring. And that's where I've been around. I've worked for so many companies that that's just not how it works. Never was the boss man out there doing it like that. And you will always be able to say that, like, you hit the streets. And I got a lot of respect for that because that's how we did it too. So yeah. I appreciate you as a business owner showing us all, all of us millennials, the Gen Z people like, yo, y'all want to be in cannabis? Y'all better get your asses out there. Make some shit that's fire. Source some things that makes it better than the other shit. And then you better sell it yourself. And you, <laughs> you got to do it. You got to grind. Yeah, there's nobody better, you know. Uh, I'm the biggest billboard we got. So I'm always, you know, got the Dulce hat on me, the shirt. If anybody sees me on the streets, I always have Dulce on me, medicated and non-medicated. So just, you know, fucking shout out, say what's up, and, and see if you get lucky on some products. Hell yes. Hell yes. I appreciate that energy, brother. Thank you for offering that to the fans. Big shout out to everybody who's hanging out here with us today. North American Weed Tour Podcast, episode 24, man. Everybody, go follow at Dulce. Let me say this correct. At Dulce, D-U-L-Z-E underscore I-N-C. Thank you. Thank you for the save. Dulce Inc. Everybody, go check them out. Now, I've got a couple more questions, right? So um, I recently introduced some some cool, unique, uh, I don't know, little hot take questions that I've had. You're a weed smoker. You said you're a daily smoker. What's it? What are you smoking on right now? What are some of your favorites overall? <laughs> well, I've, I've been hanging out a lot at traditional, so they they laced me up and i i gotta say uh some quality beautifully packaged uh cured smell taste you know they have some really they have a really nice lineup there um i'm really fan of their keikos and their og yeah. um you know moving to california made me an og guy bro like there's literally nothing better than a, a true you know california og Kush. So I, I always keep an ounce of that on me. And then, you know, I try to put some exotics in there. I got some uh, diesel breath right now. We got some, uh, this beautiful black water OG that's like almost, almost black, literally. Um, but yeah, I'm a fl flower guy. I, I, I just started dabbing into, you know, waxes and uh, live rosins and things like that. Incredible high, definitely for the more experienced people. Um, but I, I'm down for everything, bro. I do blunts, chase, you know, vapes. I, I'm yeah. on the floor. I like to see what's out there. I'll still go to the, the street sessions and see the quality out there. And then I'll go to the shops and, you know, also pick up some stuff there. And you got to tap like in. You, bro. I'm like you. I want to see what's out there. I want to see who's doing the, who's doing it right and, and, and show people the, the, the quality. That's hell yeah. That's what I mean, to, to someone who can appreciate good quality is also going to appreciate and put the energy into making that as well, right? That's right. That's, that's yeah. all. That's hand in hand. It's important. Not everybody thinks like that, but it's important to, to you know, game recognized game kind of shit. Like, you know, when you see someone that puts a lot of attention into just being detailed and shit, into, and, you, and you see someone else who respects that kind of craft, it's like, yeah, I, you know, I see you. You know what I'm saying, and that's that's very that resonates very much in your in in your food products, uh, even down to the beverages. Man, I, I, I wish I could go back to that day at traditional on Kobe Day, and be down <laughs> in like four or five more of those the the the, the agua fresca. Man, that was so fire. That was the best part about it because if I'm gonna be real, the traditional weed didn't do it for me except for the Jawbreakers strain. Jawbreakers is nice. The Jawbreakers was good for me. 
the OG was cool. I smoke a lot of I smoke a lot of OG as well, but yeah, it was you know. But I'll be real with you though. I'll be real with you. The uh, the packaging does do it to me. I love I love the colors, the displays in the store, the rebrand. It's yeah. beautiful. So I got you know, I give them their flowers for sure. I think every everything they're doing is heading in the right direction for sure, for sure. For sure, yeah. Uh, adding some color to LA like that is is really cool down in that area. Yeah, modern. It's nice. It's a, it's a nice shop. Absolutely. So the next part of the interview, I think what we what we can do, um, I've got some, some more quick some more quick questions, but you already kind of answered some of them because you're like, I smoke blunts, I smoke joints, and I'm like, damn, those were two of my other questions. <laughs> and I was like, damn. So for you, you roll? Do you roll bloods? You roll yeah. joints? All right, cool. I, you're not I, using you're not using little things. No, I. This is what I do. I see. I I was a blunt smoker, like heavy, but uh, you know, I use. I would always. I would always see Wiz, and Wiz would always say, "If you're not smoking Jays, it's because you're not packing them right." And that's what I was always like, man. This shit always goes out. Da 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 da. But I I learned. You know, you gotta put enough weed in that J. So. Uh, I personally like cones. I'm a big cone person. Okay, okay. Now I'll pack like 15, 20 J's and I'm just smoking, handing them out. And it's a vibe, you know, like when you're smoking with people and, and they know they can come to you and be like, yo, you got a J? Always. You're like, you know, it's just something that I always like to, I live in California. I got to have my cannabis. Like that's why I moved here from Texas, you know, one of the major, <coughs> you know. Uh, Absolutely, have a, have a ton of respect for that. I used to live in Houston. <laughs> it was very unsafe. Yeah, <laughs> very unsafe to be walking around having an ounce or to be smoking a blunt in public on campus or something. And it's just like, why? Why can't all these people walk around smoking cigarettes everywhere, yeah. drunk driving everywhere? Yeah, but I can't. I can't just do basic stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know this as well as I do, bro. One of the most eye-opening parts about living in Texas. For anybody that doesn't know this, one of the most eye-opening parts about living in Texas is that they put up the daily accident reports or the deaths on the freeway, yeah. on the LED boards. And that shit really does change every day by the afternoon, which yeah. literally means that either they're faking that or quite literally multiple people, lots of people in Texas are dying every day on the road. The texting while driving statistics, I used to see yeah. that every day driving to and from the University of Houston. That shit would scare me like no one's business. Yeah. I mean, Texas is really strict with a lot of things, you know. Uh, great people. I love my, I love El Paso, my hometown. But obviously, cannabis is, and there, there are a lot of activists out there, and we're, they're doing a lot yeah. of changes, and the city is changing a little bit, but. I mean, the state has to make the change for for the people for the people, you know. And yeah, one hundred percent. It's very Texas it's is, very hard. Texas is huge. Texas is yeah. huge, and you know they'll come around. They'll come it's around. a country. It's a country down there. It's the size of a really lot. Really is. Really it's, is. So there's a lot, a lot of just empty space, just nothing there but dirt and whatever's alive there in yeah. that area, and that's you know, it's crazy down there. Now for you guys. Uh, you guys are in, like you said, you're in 15 stores in SoCal. You don't have to name all of them, but can you name some of your larger partners or any of the chains that you guys are in? Yeah. Um, in San Diego, we have the Cannabis. They used to be Columbia Care. Now it's the Cannabis. Great store in, in PB. We're actually going to be there tomorrow on a PAD with Aguas Frescas. For anyone that's in that area, stop by 4 to 7. There we go. Pacific Beach at the Cannabis. Well, I have my uh, Savannah will be down there giving out free samples of Dulce and Aguas Frescas. And then I'll be at the Syndicate, um, the one on Tarzana. The, I love That's that right store. here. That's yeah, right by I, me, though. Bro, stop by four to seven. I'll be out there slinging uh, Aguas Frescas. Uh, actually, I'm doing Raspas tomorrow. So we got the snow cones, free snow cones for everybody that stops by uh, and, and Dulce samples. Uh, the J Broom and OC, uh, they're the, I love that brand. They're great people out there, great customer service. Uh, traditional, uh, Sky High LA. Oh, yeah, Euphoric big shout Care. out to Sky High Strain and Bal Balboa Caregivers up in Chatsworth. Um, and Mother, Ma uh, Mother Nature's Remedies. Uh, hey, down there, they're great people. Wayne. Big shout out to Wayne, man. Big yeah, shout out to Wayne. Wayne's, 
Shout out to Wayne, man. He's such a hardworking man. I, I love that guy. Great inspiration and, and really good, good people out there. A literally a living legend, my man. This guy helps so many people. I'm so happy to hear that you guys are were not only connected, but that you guys are doing business there together. Big shout out to Mother Nature's Remedy, doing a lot of great work out here in Woodland Hills. Yeah. Um, so you you mentioned earlier you've got some products coming down the line. Are you able to talk about some of those things today? Um, not. I mean, it. They're just. Uh, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, no, no pressure. I, I really, I really can't talk about my partnerships yet. Um. I like to I, I like to go out with a bang. So I, as soon as that gets finalized, we'll you'll know who's making some other edibles out there. For of course, other, of other course, bigger brands. But Dulce, I was more so talking about like the new flavors you have coming out. Uh, yeah, Dulce. Uh, I have two main flavors I'm thinking of: uh, sour peach and Ooh. probably sour blueberry. Sour blueberry Ooh. is the one that I did a collaboration a long time ago. Uh, and people always ask it, ask for it, you know. So it's it's something I'm I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm hoping to do a collaboration with someone and drop those flavors. Okay. Um, and then the vegan line would be uh, I'm thinking like a berry hibiscus and some type Ooh, of tamarindo. Like a tamarindo vegan gummy. I think that'll be a game changer uh, with chamoy or something. I don't know. We're we're really trying to uh, elevate that uh, Hispanic experience. Absolutely love it, man. There's the so cookies, many the cookies. The cookies are our vegan cookies. We have a. It's called a polvoron. It's a very traditional sugar cookie they give at weddings and quinceañeras. Mm -hmm. uh, we have about seven to ten flavors that we we plan on dropping throughout the year. So, um, yeah, super excited. A quick, quick, uh, important thing about dulce. Uh, these two go great with uh, coffee in the mornings or your hot tea, they melt right away because they're so small and, and delicate and so, so much coconut oil. It, it's a great experience and also gives you a nice balance uh, start to your day. Uh, also, we put them in ice cream. Uh, these just frozen, these, the margarita frozen ones are insane. And uh, we hear a lot of cons uh, customers saying that they add this to their michelada drinks. So, wow, so those just know. float around like little Miche bombs. <laughs> Miche bombs, that's, that's, that's awesome. I might hey. Right now, hey, you can have that one, bro. That one, because it's like, uh, you know, the Jaeger bomb is just something dropped in something else, right? And yeah. so to me, it's like, you you know, and then Napalm, I always think about Napalm, how they always named about, you know, all the different weapons and guns and shit. Yeah. It's cool because it's like, uh, when I go get Froyo, I love to get those little juice balls that pop in your mouth. Yep. I, know I don't know why I like those, but they, the pearls. Yeah, they're tangy. They're really yeah. tangy to me. And so to me, it's like to have your little gummies in Froyo or yoga, you know, whatever it is, Correct. sounds really delicious. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a perfect pairing right there. Oh my gosh. I think I got to go get Froyo tomorrow and get some of those. <laughs> Finish those are, bro, those are chata gummies with some chocolate Froyo. What? Or a coffee one, like coffee Froyo, you know? Oh, I love, I love like almond mocha ice creams and there stuff like that. Rocky Road ice cream is my favorite. Let's go. Man, okay. So you're a chef. Now I'm, now I'm totally food inspired. Now, I'm, now you got me thinking. So you're a chef. Talk to me about you went, you, you got in this culinary career. You're a head chef at 20, executive, head executive chef at 22, what, what the terminology is, I'm not sure. Yeah. What's it like going from like, all right, I'm doing this, this, the chef, li chef life, right? Yep, and yep. I'm going down this path. And then how do you physically get into cooking with cannabis at this young 20, you know, the young 20s ages? Um, I mean, uh, in El Paso, I just became like an everyday smoker and one of my one of my good friends was just like hey i have this extra stuff uh one of my other good friends that had just from came from california gave me this old school dvd of some lady explaining how she does extractions and it was so like funny to me but i took so many notes and then i went out and i crushed my first coconut but my first butter and that really was just like okay well what are we gonna do with this and an opportunity came to to me to come to California and become an edible chef. And once we got here, that wasn't really the the case. So I had to go back to my roots, which was cooking. And I landed a restaurant job at Catania and okay. at, uh, in um, 
uh, in San Diego in La Jolla. And that experience literally took <clears throat> my chef skills to a whole nother game. So while those those skills were just getting, you know, better and sharpening up in, in my cooking world, I kept practicing my edibles late at night. You know, after my eight, 10 hour shift, I'd come home and science cook up stuff and just really <laughs> I, I literally spent, I remember spending one of my last checks on just testing. Like, I didn't know how we we're going to pay rent, but I need to test my oil. Like, and just those little sacrifices that I did back then to really understand what, what I was doing, um, you know, just gave me a goal to keep it, keep it going. I stopped cooking three, uh, four years ago. It's, I've literally been completely 100% dedicated to Dulce and the cannabis industry and cooking with cannabis. But I haven't really had a chance to show my chef skills besides the, the High Times Top Cannabis Chef competition. Yeah. Now uh, I'm, I'm reaching out to other chefs that, I've, that I'm, I'm good friends with. And I have a couple of events uh, this next month with a chef rudy from cannabis catered events love rudy big shout out to rudy man big shout out to rudy he's been he's been a a a great friend and uh has really allowed me to give back to the community and do what i do best which is cook and 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 bring people together so we have a great event october 3rd um we'll have some details on my on my on our pages but it's a, a collaboration of, of multiple chefs getting together uh, and delivering a, an amazing menu and hopefully that'll give me the the opportunity to showcase a little bit more of my chef background and not just you know our candy making uh expertise man well you let me know you keep me posted any of those kinds of activities because i I, I, not only do I like the food aspect of it, because everybody likes the food aspect. It's like, oh, it's so cool to be at the dinner. It's like, oh, pay the money yeah. to be at it. I like the art of it. I really, what you guys do as artists to me is always interesting because I, yeah, I like to cook. Yes, I like food. Yeah, I like to eat. Yeah, I like to smoke. But I can't do it. I can't make your guys' art. I can't get the same expressions from different flavors or different tactics. My brain doesn't even begin to think about, what did you say earlier? Rehydrating the, uh, the, the chili powders. That ain't nothing. That ain't, not, that ain't nothing. That is not a thought my brain has ever considered. Yeah. So to be able to just sit back and be like, man, I have no idea how those dubstep DJs create that shit. Like, I fuck with it. Like, I fuck with it a little bit more than just being able to go hard to it, you know, yeah, being able to consume it. And with you guys, it's really a bit, it's really art. I got a lot of respect for Rudy. I've eaten his, his, a number of his creations and I absolutely have always been more inspired. I come home and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go try some other shit. And I think with your guys' dinners, man, keep me posted, trying yeah. to go, trying to support, trying to promote them. I think everybody here watching this episode, you know, definitely take, take notes. You know, it takes a lot of hard work to get this. He's gone through practice and tried and made, you know, worked his way up at restaurants and grinded. I think that's, it's a really big effort to get to just the point of where you're at today. So big shout out, my man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's all, it's all well worth it, man. Meeting people like yourself, working with people like Rudy, these dispensaries that love us and really support the mission that we have. The syndicate's been great, great customer service. They're doing more of like a partnership instead of just selling my product. It's, it's, really, it's really cool to, to be in this position that I'm in uh I'm, I'm glad i i get to work with my best friends and and all move together through this industry that's really new and that doesn't have any rules or regulations or people to follow you know you're just out here every day grinding trying to get the word out and and change and help people's lives little by little gummy by gummy and letting them you know really understand what what this can do to you it it, it really it's crazy to me that I'm I'm the owner of this product that uh you know means so much to for the effort that my team and I have put these last three, four years. Like um again, thank you for the for the opportunity to to talk about the brand and myself and everyone, you know, check us out. Give us a chance.
Yes, most definitely. Everybody give them a follow at Dulce, D-U-L-Z-E underscore I-N-C on Instagram. Definitely visit their website. Um, they've got a lot of events that they're a part of at their different dispensary partners. And, and also, as uh, Mr. Chef Mike Moya mentioned, please go to your local dispensary in California and request them. Pull out your Instagram, pull out the product after you've bought it and show them and request it because it really does make a difference. Um, you know, I, I personally went out of my way to, I just, I don't know how, I don't remember where I discovered you guys at, but I, I've always, I've just connected. I vibe. I'm a huge fan every step of the way. And when you, when you find companies that from the top down are just really good people and the product also falls, I think it's important. So to anybody, please support them, give them a follow, um, North American Weed Tour podcast, episode 24, Chef Mike Moya, do you have anything, any updates, any final sayings? any kind of game you'd like to share with the people before we get on up out of here? <laughs> no, I, I just want to thank everyone that's going to get a chance to see this, that's actually going to go out and support or see us or just say our name. Um, it means the world to me to be in this position, and I hope that we can have another conversation in the next couple of years, you know, talking about all the, all the good things that we have um, along and in the future. So, oh, yeah. again. Lots of good stuff, everybody. Make sure you guys tune in. We have one last question. Are they nano slash fast, fast acting? They are better than that because it's coconut oil that your body's actually going to accept. So there's no uh, body. Your body's not going to try to understand what distillate is or wax and how to break it down. All the THC is directly infused to the oil. So as soon as your body detects that oil, it becomes part of you and it, it's it's so it's it's more fast acting than anything beautiful well i appreciate you for that response brother again everybody give them a follow this is chef mike moya from dulce a <laughs> there we go chef life uh, a mexican-owned business out here in los angeles california please check them out here in socal if you are in northern california if you visit please be sure to recommend them ask for them uh encourage other people to check them out everybody Thank you guys. I appreciate y'all for hanging out. Like, follow, and subscribe to Respect My Region. We have more North American Weed Tour podcasts. Mike, we will have you on later, uh, yeah. probably around uh, sometime in December to lock you in for another conversation. We want to definitely do it before and after. The next three months is going to be very exciting. So I yep. appreciate you being on the show, my man. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate the time. Everybody, thank you again. You have a good rest of your night, and we will see you on the next time. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Later, guys.